Tovach and hope you had an awesome Shabbos. So tonight I want to share with you a lesson that I was reminded of while sitting on my back porch looking through the Torah portion this week. A lesson that is so relevant in how we relate to Judaism and how we relate to others as well. The Parsha opens up with a lot of anticipation and excitement. After working for months on building all the pieces of the Mishkan, the traveling temple, as well as the vessels and the various outfits that were to be worn by the priests when running the service, opening day is about to happen. Everything's in place. All they need to do is kick off the day with the necessary actions and get the whole building up and running. There is an unparalleled excitement in the air. But then everything seems to unravel as two of the priests, Nadav and Avihu, who also happen to be the sons of Aaron, the high priest himself, decide to give an offering to Hashem and something goes terribly wrong and both of them die in an instant. What was an unbridled day of joy turned into a day of overwhelming tragedy. Now, as a side caveat, while it would be interesting to focus on the response that both their father, Aaron, and their mother, Elisheva, had, the response of silence, which can serve as a guiding light of strength for all of us when dealing with tragedy, I'm going to save that discussion for another year. Instead, the question I want to focus on is the meaning of two words in the Torah. The Torah says that as Nadav and Avihu began to initiate their service, they chose to bring in Esh Zara, a strange foreign fire. Our sages explained that in their excitement to be involved in serving Hashem, they chose to deviate from the script and do something that they felt like doing instead of following what they were supposed to do. It seems like their intentions to do something special was there, but something was missing. And in this story is a fundamental message. There's a powerful symbol and a reminder when engaging in relationships, whether it be with God or with a spouse or a friend, there's something very important to keep in mind. What the other person wants from you. When it comes to Judaism, people often think to themselves, yep, I love this Jewish thing and totally understand that there's a God and yes, there's a Torah and all these wonderful principles, some of which I understand, others which I don't. But personally, I think I want to do it as Frank Sinatra so famously sang, my way. And while at first that might seem like a beautiful idea stemming from one's desire to connect, there's also a fundamental flaw. See, often in relationships, we do what we think the other person would want because it is how we would approach it, and not recognize that not only might that not be what they want, but they have actually told us exactly what they would like us to do, and yet we choose to do otherwise. The key to being in a meaningful relationship with others is to understand what they want by listening to what it is that they tell us straight out often, and then doing that, and doing it willingly and gladly with enthusiasm. It's actually quite simple. The only thing that gets in the way of doing what that is, though, is ourselves. Telling ourselves, yeah, but but I know better. Seriously? I know better what that person wants from me than they know themselves? That's kind of odd. And so too with religion. We think of ourselves, of course, I know God what he would want and not want. That thing he told us in the Torah? No way. This feels much better, and of course Hashem wants us to serve him in that way, which feels good. Obviously, being invested in making things personal is a key, important aspect, but not to the extent of ignoring the directive of what others want. Yet so important is this lesson that we learn it on day one of the opening ceremony of the Mishkan. I really believe that most of the disharmony in our lives would disappear if we were just able to follow this one simple rule. If you were to ask yourself not, what do I feel like doing for them that would make me feel more connected, but rather, what is it that they would want from me? your relationships would probably look very different. And on that note, I think my wife wants me to finish the recording so I can go help with bed. Wishing you a wonderful night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.